Hello and welcome to another episode of Gumbo Live. Here's your host, BJ from Board Game Gumbo. Hey, board gamers, BJ from Board Game Gumbo here. Back in the Gumbo Pod. It's Jay Bell. And it's BJ. And we're here tonight to play some games, but before that, we didn't stream last week with you, Jay. Why is that? I was not here. I yeah. was not in What'd you do this I went to Louisville, Kentucky to visit uh, some friends. Home of Denny Crum? Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, is it Did the that go right over your head? Muhammad Ali also? He is actually from Louisville, okay. Kentucky. Okay, yep, I didn't yep. know that yep. until I got to the airport. Yep, I forgot about that. That's right. Yeah, home of Kentucky Fried Chicken, I guess. I don't know. It is. Okay. By the way, you know that guy, Colonel Sanders, supposedly never fried a piece of chicken until he was in his 70s, and yet we all know Kentucky Fried Chicken. So whenever you hear that I'm 29 and I haven't even got my life started, that guy didn't yeah, start yeah, his yeah. life till he was in his 70s that yeah. we know about. Yeah. But you played some games while you were there. Yeah, yeah. I went to visit uh, Alone Shark and her partner, Taco. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alone Shark? Like yeah. an actual Alone Shark? No, no, no. You owed money? No, you, you know what that is, right? She hops in our stream sometimes. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, you're, you're buddy. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, okay. yes, yes. Okay. Uh, so I went to visit some board game convention friends, and they're big Cardinals fans, so we went to a cards game. Uh we went to the zoo also. You're talking about the Louisville card. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. The, the um, college team. Got it? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, That's we played a lot of Papa John Stadium, I think, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it used to be. I think it might be Adidas uh, now. Okay. Yeah. Change it. Yep. Yeah. That's right. And so you went to a football game, and then you played some games. You played anything good? Yeah, I played a lot of good stuff, actually. Um, Give us one game, because we do have a special guest here, Barnes. Why am I a special guest? I, I exist. You haven't been here in forever, Barnes. That's not my fault. But I want to hear about Jay's game, and um, then we have a game that I want to hear about from you because I haven't played it yet. That's your fault. Yeah. Man, if I had to pick just one, I would say Force of Pangaea. That's probably the one I had the best Force time with. of? Yeah, Force of Pangaea. Force of Pangaea. Yeah. Okay, I got it. Um, so this game is, gosh, how do I explain what the mechanics are you're like placing out trees onto this communal board and i guess you're trying to like order fulfill like you have to place your trees in a particular format either like a path or like a starburst so it's it's definitely spatial puzzles then right yeah yeah and everyone's sharing the space yeah you're putting the trees out so on your turn you have like um this list of actions that you go through and so, like, you have this cool little uh, wooden forest spirit, and they put seeds down, and then your seed grows into a tree. And the trees are what you're using to fulfill the public and private objectives oh, okay. of, like, have a path from the mountain to, like, the desert sort of situation. And based on the path, you get more points. Or if you have, like, a starburst, it's, like, the taller your tree you get more points for the star. It's really cool. Um, but it's definitely competitive. Yeah, yeah. A little take that? A little bit. A little bit? A little bit. What's that competitive game about the trees that we used to play years ago? Remember with Bradley? Photosynthesis? Do you remember that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I played how Photosynthesis. Is it, how does it compare to Photosynthesis? Different from Photosynthesis in that, like, there's no... 
sudden yep. that sun sort of giving you mm-hmm. shade or anything like that. This game is just kind of multiplayer solitaire, except the, the space the space that you're on is shared, but you can still use your your opponent's things to help you score. Okay. So, how about Bosk? Have you played Bosk? I have not played Bosk. The tree game with the leaves. From Throw it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Super mean game. Oh, oh really? Oh my god! Because you like push leaves, right? You're pushing leaves around, yeah. and you're trying to have the the most. You know, it's it's typical area majority. So everybody's pushing all the leaves all over the place, and yeah. just when you think you have a plan, somebody pushes the leaves yeah. a different way. So yeah. Uh, the only thing that was weird about the game is it's kind of in two stages. The first stage is setting out all your little. Mm-hmm. You know where you're going to be trying to score, and the second part is all the pushing. So, the the thought process of remembering all the strategy you had whenever you put yeah. out all your things yeah, yeah, yeah. in a hidden fashion was kind of blew my mind, but it was yeah. fun. So, and Forest Shuffle, how, do you, how does it compare to Forest Shuffle? I haven't played that one yet. Oh, which one? I hear it's game? great. No, but I hear it's really great. So this is Forest of Panagia. It looks like Pangea, but it's P A N G A I A. And who makes this? Okay. Do you know? Oh, let me see if I can see it on the box. Story, we'll edit but all this out. But I think it's post. pretty <laughs> new. Uh, I'd have to check on VGA. But yeah, it's Kickstarter type of game. P A N G A I. Hey, I think it did recently fulfill on Kickstarter. And I actually, I actually have some better pictures of it. So this is like the little forest sprite that you have. Mine was like a giant rock cre- creature. Okay. Gotcha. And so that you're looks sharing. Like the tops from, um, that looks like the tops mm-hmm. from Earth. Yeah. Is yeah, it similar? Yeah. Uh, they are similar. They're a little but bit bigger. Warren, so that picture yeah. looks like all the little tops from Earth, the inside-up game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah, What's cool sure. is that the board is completely modular. So there's like four different regions that have started the game. You randomly shuffle them and place them out. So you're going to have to like switch your tactics based on where things are in so it be different every relation game. to each other. Yeah. So, oh. Had yeah. you ever heard of this game before? No. The no. Institute? Yeah. I'm interested. I did get to play Earth uh, this weekend mm-hmm. with uh, Mitchell. Mitchell Mitchell taught it. Uh, and um, I had only played it on BGA before, and I thought it was completely boring because it's a game where when you play, you take your action and everybody else can run their engine based on the color card that you pick. So if you mm-hmm. pick a green card, you get the stronger version of it, the Race for the Galaxy type thing, but everybody gets, gets a benefit. Mm-hmm. But unlike Race for the Galaxy, it really has, you might have three or four or five actions in that turn playing off of somebody else's turn. So while keeping track of, you know, Jay says, I'm going to play red. And then everybody goes, oh, great. I'm going to do all these things until it comes around. And then you play. I'm going to play green. Oh, I get all these things. There's a lot of that, a lot of that um, action that you're waiting on. And on BGA, can you imagine if you're playing turn-based, which is 99% of the games I play? Yeah. It's like, Jay takes an action, then I come and I get to play one little action. And then it's got to go all the way around until it comes back to me. Oh, that's so, that is too much. Plus, I didn't understand the game. So every time it asked me, do you want to switch this out for um, whatever soil. it is? Soil? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just said, yes. So I kept burning everything I had for soil and ended up with no points. So. Yeah. But I, I playing it live... I completely dug Earth. Number one, I love engine building games, and that is about as pure an engine builder in a long game. Yeah, I wasn't that big of a fan of the art, I guess, because it's just 
pictures it's, of her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't... Those natural photos. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was just like, it didn't really strike my fancy because I, I like, I, I really like to see uh, artwork. Although, I think the box is stunning. But yeah. um, but the gameplay itself, oh man. By the way, I wish every game... I kept asking Mitchell questions and he's like, you know, I know, I know you're busy, but... You could just look at the bottom of the board. Yeah. Everything is on the yeah. bottom of the board. It's got one of the best player boards where mm. you just literally look and it asked, it answered all the questions that I kept asking anyway. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. I just kept asking. Yeah. All right. So Barnes, yeah. mm-hmm. you're in the courtroom now. That's bad. Before, before we put him oh, on the spot, wait, 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 I did look it up. Course of Pangaea is the first game from a company called Pangaea Games. They're a German company. This uh, came out last year. So Came out last year. Who are the designers? Do you know? Uh, the designers wait, wait, are this. Marcel Domk, D-O-M-K-E, Chris okay. Carbach, and, oh no, those are the artists. The designer is Thomas Franken. Okay, Thomas Franken. Yep. I'm a big fan of his monster. Horns? I don't know how to follow it up. I mean, that was just, uh, that was a winner right there. I mean... <laughs> I, I think I lost IQ. I'm going to have to find that later. Speaking of monster, anybody backing uh, fromage? You know, I'm not like a big Euro cheese kind of guy. That pretty good. But the, the Lazy Susan in the center is really interesting. And everybody playing, kind of playing their... It's sort of, sort of, kind of simultaneous. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued. I'm intrigued. Too. Don't look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm currently uh, waiting on things to finish fulfilling before I'm uh, back. You've anything. got uh, some stuff already. You're deep in the yeah, hole already. Okay. Yeah. So uh, until that, until that finishes up, and then on top of that, I mean, uh, there's at least one Kickstarter that's done that I haven't done my pledge manager for. That's probably going to be about a hundred bucks. So. Ooh. Anything you want to talk about, or are you trying, no, no, just uh, it from Bradley. No, just Hero Rums. I mean, just Hero Rums. Oh, Hero Rums. Yeah, because uh, they, yeah, they put out well, they they put out a miniature dungeon um, with the most recent one. So like, they have a, a dungeon run you can go through in a session. Um, so Wait, that's the same company that makes Star Realms, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's backing the whole Star Realms thing, right? No, I'm backing the Sharks of Infinity. Sorry, same design. Well, sort of same design. Originally yeah. same. This is Justin is involved in all of that. Uh, no, Justin just does Stoneblade and Shards and okay. Ascension and Hero and Realms then is Rob. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I did play Hero Realms with you, the cooperative version of yeah. it, which I thought was pretty cool. Well, I, Hero I've, Realms Adventures or something like that. Yeah, I, I've I've only played the uh, I've only played the competitive version a few times. Um, it's fine. I mean, honestly, if you, I honestly feel like Star Realms is a better competitive game. But the cooperative version of Hero Realms is really good. Yeah. I really enjoy it. I actually did enjoy it. Although, if I'm comparing games, I think I liked playing To Set a Watch with you better than the Hero Realms cooperative game. Yeah. But Set a Watch watch is fun. Yeah, and I did uh, did back the uh, the expansion for Set a Watch. Oh, man. Oh, my God. I messaged messaged them when I backed it um, because, you know, they always have like a comment section. I was like... Um, can we get like a bigger box for this? Because uh, we're getting a bit a bit up there. There is a lot of stuff. Uh, is, did Rock Manor Games respond? Not that I not that I saw. I know I was going to go see them at Gen Con, um, but I just didn't have time this year. I was all over the place. So. I gotta get this worked out. But they, I think they want to come on the show. In the fall oh, cool. If we, when we get Gumble Live uh, kicked off again, cool. I think Mike from uh, Rock Manor wants to come on. But good, harass him about getting a bigger <laughs> box. Barnes has a question for you from the audience. We need a bigger box. We need a bigger box. Yeah, the to set a watch is going to be at Sobo, by the way. Mm. The big full whatever the latest 
thing is from to set a watch? Well, it's only uh, it's only the two expansions so far. Um, so it's the base game and the one expansion, which uh, was um, the Swords expansion. Which it's one of the guided playthroughs. Okay, oh, if anybody wants to do that, that'll so, be nice. Yeah, so you should get a ticket. That would require me to go to Silbo, and at yeah, the moment, I was not planning to. All right, so you are you are on trial now. I am on you're, trial now. You're the, so, key, you're the key witness. So to give background to those people who don't know, uh, many months ago, I uh, game napped. Old tree from Barry. He did. Uh, and I uh, have been jealously guarding it ever since, hoping he would forget that I had it, which he did for a long time. I have never and then, forgotten. And then remembered it. spontaneously. I have never forgotten. You've just been busy lately. Uh, so anyway, um, basically the way the game works is it's a cooperative game. Rosemary said, hey. Yeah. I guess she's watching the stream. Yeah. So. Where, uh, each one, where everybody is basically playing a uh, ranger. You have been given a writ by the king to go rejuvenate this fortress and help you know secure the village around it. I like so that. you've I like got a couple thing. couple of things that you're doing. Um, there's a village around that can give you resources, um, give you you know other things that'll help you out. But each one of those village tiles has problems that you have to deal with. Okay. Um, sometimes they're problems that are come up over the course of play because they don't start there. Um, those problems you cannot use the tile for resources or anything else until that problem is resolved. Oh, so I was thinking it was like Shadows Over Camelot. No, it actually has stuff that can be benefits to you if you don't resolve those things. Yeah, and so and the things that are that are bad, like because the thing is, is that if you're not dealing with the like kind of like the quest cards that are in each spot, it's the best way to put it, so it's easy to understand. Um, if you're not dealing with the like the quest cards in each spot, they'll build up to a lose condition. Oh, okay. So there's quest cards in each spot which do not block the village tiles, and there's also problems that come up and those problems do block the village tiles and you have to work on resolving both of them which and you, you have are there a particular order do you have to do the problems first no there's no particular order to them okay. it's just if you want to use the tile you have to get rid of the problem cards, that and then sense. you need to work on the quest cards that makes sense um in order to secure areas you have to clear out all of the quests and then securing areas gives you benefits on top of doing all of this you have to rebuild the keep that's the that's the name of the game. Yes, yeah, and, the, right? and rebuilding the keep gives you benefits. Um, benefits of rebuilding the keep are you get extra dice on checks because the entire game revolves around you making skill checks. Okay. You have characters with special powers. Um, each one of them has a skill they specialize in, which gives you a die for that skill. Everybody has a die for every skill, which you get from the keep, and then a die for your specific skill. Now, one of the things I don't like in some games is when you rebuild something, mm -hmm. but it's still can be attacked, and then you spend all that time and resources, and then you lose it anyway. Does so, Old Tree have that, or so once, you, there once are, you fix it, it's permanent? There are... That kind of thing can happen, but it's later in the game, usually, and usually fixing a building is a much easier process than having to rebuild the thing, because most of the time buildings are not out and out destroyed, they're just damaged, and you just have to take an action to repair Okay, that makes sense. So it's not too bad. And one of the characters can repair buildings for free. Um, so, like, if she's in there, she can just take one of her free actions and repair a building. So, it's there, but it's not as horrible as it is in other games. I love After the Empire. Our friend Evan. Yeah. But it is so frustrating when yeah. you spend all this time and effort to build this big old stone thing and yeah. the Marauders yeah. knock yeah. it all down. You got yeah. to know it's going down. You yeah. get to, well, what, if you're, what if you're relying on the chat to help you do the game, though, and you say, okay, chat, I'm going to do whatever you say, and they say, leave the North Wall completely unexposed. <laughs> but, uh... So, um, and the way the game works on top of that is it's all scenario-based. Um, the scenarios come in either short or long variations. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then each scenario basically, so there's, the game board has a timeline that you progress through, and that dictates what happens on the turn. 
Um, that's kind of like the progressing bad stuff from Shadows. Okay. So, and basically, your timeline is either going to progress you to the next chapter of the story, which has huge ramifications, is going to put out quests, new troubles, or just have other problems you have to deal with. There is no hidden traitor like it. There's no hidden, hidden traitor like yeah. in Shadows. Um, right? So I've played. The Everybody's game working the, together. Yeah, I've played the game a few times, and the game is way too tight. Oh, is like, it really? It would be hard if it was a trick. The first time we played, we failed miserably. Oh, wow. Um, Who are you playing with? Me, Bradley, and Carlos. Oh, well, that's probably why, then. You, know, um, you needed me and Jay there. So, because the issue is is that you never, you don't know what the end condition is going to be. The victory condition is hidden from you until you get to the last chapter. So you have no idea how to win. Your goal is just to build up as enough resources and be able so that when the when Lumen Lost Kitchen shows up, you are prepared. And you don't know what it is. Mm-mm. How many different ways can you prepare? So it depends on what the on what the condition is. Sometimes it's collection of resources. Sometimes it's you have to make like ten of these checks and you have to pass every one of them. Um, like you don't have to pass everyone. Like you don't have to make all ten and pass, but you have to make some him me going all the way around. So there's enough variability that yeah. you can't like try to secure every possible. Yeah, and there's no way to do yeah. that on the timeline because the yeah, timeline yeah. just progresses yeah. and the timeline can jump um, because how fast it progresses is based on a die roll. And that die roll can be no movement and repeat the current action you're on, or jump movement, which means yeah. you progress two spaces. So it can be really varied in how long you have, and you never have enough time to do everything. Right. right. Um, however, there are um, main like story quests that you are trying to do, and those story quests give you tokens that usually help you on the last thing. So they're oh. worth trying to do if you can get them together. Do they give you a little hint as to what's coming up? They kind of you kind of get an idea of what okay. you're looking at because like the the quest I've done a, the story I've done a couple of times um, has like these minions that come out that you know cause some problems. But the end of the game is harder if there's more minions. Do out. they talk in funny language? No, no, no. Um, they sound like lawyers because they're demons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> touche, touche. I was going with the overalls and the funny. Yeah, thing. I know, but I, I had to. Yeah, it was right there. But it, so, but so that's the so the hints they give you because like besides just existing, like they don't really do much. They just kind of exist and you know are kind of annoying. But it's like, oh yeah, but at the end, if these things are out here, your final check is harder for everyone that exists. It's okay, like, and you kind of figured that out. Yeah, yeah. and so th- there's a lot of things like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, what you're trying to do is just have enough stuff around that whenever it comes you know, comes up, it's like, okay, we can quickly do this or this or this. We can pivot into whatever it is. So it's very yeah. much a game of, you know, managing what people are doing because you can't have, like, everybody building buildings because everybody building buildings means you're not clearing quests. Or yeah, yeah. You know? So if, you do have to kind of yeah. specialize a little bit. Each person takes something different. Kind of does something, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's, it's honestly, it's, it's a really good game that if you like those scenario cooperative style of games, especially ones that can be, you know, a little on the tight side and, you know, it require you tough. to really think, um, you know, think a little outside the box, they do really well. Is it, uh, does it have like an overarching story that it's going not through? That I re- not that I noticed. Um, and we However, did have the promo one. Did you play the promo one with I did the rats? Not. That's the rats one. I did yeah, not play okay. rats. Yeah. Um, because there's one that involves a dragon, so obviously I wasn't going to play rats. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, play the dragon before you play the rat. Um, but yeah, but the thing is, is that if you do the long scenarios, I mean, the long scenarios can take you know a few hours to finish, and so it feels like you know running through a story all on all on its own. Okay. So interesting, Jay. Verdict. I mean, it does sound interesting. Um, try, buy, or deny. I mean, I'll, I'll try. Oh, just you about any game once. Yeah, I was when you asked me this morning. I was like. I don't think this is what I want to play today. 
The know. theme is not really grabbing. You're not like a yeah. Knights of the Round Table yeah. kind of guy. Yeah, that's not my that's yeah, not yeah. my thing. But I mean, I was impressed with the components. It was it seemed like it'd be cool to like have your little person that's roaming around. Wait, because uh, it's not um, they're not standees. They're actually like little wooden. Yeah, yeah. Tell, wooden, tell me about the production. Pieces. Tell me about the production. I, I remember opening up the box and being very impressed, but that was you know a month or two ago. So. The production, I mean, most of the, most everything is just cards and punch outs. Um, your actual characters have like you know wooden sandies or like wooden like little wooden characters that roll around. Um, they're nice to have. The only problem I have with them is that they're not super distinct from each other, um, mm-hmm. which makes it kind of an issue sometimes trying to figure out who's who's who. Um, which do they have colors assigned to them? They do, but um, the problem is is that they the colors they have assigned to them are I mean because there's like. There's like 10 characters, 12 characters, something like that. Oh, and so wow. the, they, there's only so much palette range you oh, have yeah, there. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's where you need an expert like Jay Bell to get in there, man. So, so this is Antoine Bozai, if I remember right. And I maybe somebody so, yeah. else. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who designed it. But it's been a while. I, when I was really deep into the hobby and Seven Wonders came out and I loved it so much, mm-hmm. man, I started playing all of his games and there were so many of them that were so good. But it's been a while since I've played a game where I'm like, wow, you know, where I got excited about Antoine Bozat as a designer. I'd love to see some more games that got me excited, like Takinoko and Takaido, Seven Wonders, and all these games. There were just so so many good games back-to-back when they came out. Yeah. So that's a yeah. try for you. Yeah, what about you? Yeah, I definitely want to try it. I've been wanting to play it. You guys played without me that uh, the first time. Yeah. Uh, I and, couldn't uh, make it that night. I think Dave was there. No, it was Carlos and... Yeah, no, Dave was there. Yeah, Dave was there, yeah. yeah. I missed out on that one, so... Whose fault is that? Mm-hmm. It is definitely my fault. I had something else planned, but stunk. Mm. But so, at some point, I definitely want to play Old Tree. So yeah, we'll get there. And uh, you were telling me that there's an expansion. Yeah, they uh, they had an expansion it? at Gen Con. Um, I know literally nothing about it. Oh. I didn't even know they were going to have it at Gen Why Con. Why did we invite him again? I'm trying to remember. No, so um, I didn't think it was coming out until later this year. Oh. So like, I didn't I didn't expect them to have were it. Were these Gen advanced Con. copies at Gen Con? Is what it was? I'm not sure. Oh. Um, because like I said, I hadn't been paying attention to it because I. Before I went to Gen Con, I was like, man, I could have sworn the last thing I heard about this it was going to be like October, November. So I was like, still you know, the same theme? I wasn't looking for it. Um, yeah, but it's, uh, I believe it's Undead is the okay. expansion. Uh, introduces an undead scenario. I remember doing a little research, and it's not something that you and I would know, Jay, but apparently some, it, this is a big theme in Europe. Some kind of IP, maybe a TV hmm. or a book or, so, or a comic, uh, comic book. I think it's a graphic, it I think it's a graphic novel. Old Tree. I think it's a big graphic novel. I could believe it. Uh, Hello. Yeah, I mean, it's not the first time. I've oh, heard. we got a first time chat. Welcome in, Ariel. Ariel is. Let us know if we're saying that right. Thank you for dropping by. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, Undead and Alive is the expansion, which is Undead and Alive. Oh, I like that. That's a good. That's a good play on words. Yeah. We're talking about Old Tree that that uh, that Barnes got to play, and I I'm the verdict is in. I think we got two tries. Is that an L or an I? It might be Arlyle. Arlyle. Ariel. Ariel. Nice. Okay. Ariel. Thank you for coming yeah. in. What are we playing today, BJ? Ariel, see, your problem is, is that uh, there's not enough there's, uh, there's there's not enough vowels in it for these Louisiana people. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. You need lots of vowels. Yeah. There's no E-A-U-X either. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's been fun, man? The BGG Stats app now has all the little scoring sheets for tons of games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's been fun to do. Yeah. I, st- I stopped, like, right before Gen Con. I just was like, I'm not tracking anything anymore. Oh, no. Oh, I still track. Yeah. 
But I like, I love this little score sheet thing because uh, not, not every game has it. Mm-hmm. The, this particular game does mm-hmm. not have it. Mm-hmm. It just has a generic score sheet. Yeah. That's cool. So let's see. 12 and 8. I got 20 points. That's terrible. I didn't uh, do much better. Orange got 21, so you did do Uh-oh. much better. Yeah. Both. And uh, let's see. 19 for Jake? Yeah? No, 29. Yeah, I wasn't sure, sure, honestly. Nicely done. Cool, cool. Jay is the big winner. That's weird. Waffle I don't time. even like waffles as much as pancakes, and I beat you guys at waffles. You That's did. Right. You did. Now, this is cool. Um, I mean, honestly, I love that there's a good bit going on. Like, there's a lot of different ways to accumulate points, and the board is ever-changing. But I didn't even pay attention to it, because I was just trying to make the thing. Like, Yep. And I like that. That, like... It's, it feels like a game because whether or not I won, I didn't care. It's yeah. just like putting all the ingredients and trying to get points. I don't know. I made fun. There's two things that I really like about it. Number one, you can you can chat while mm-hmm. you're playing, although you need to really pay attention. But you can also chat. I also like the fact that it makes it cool. I like any kind of game that looks cool at the end of the game, like New York 1901. Yeah. And this has that. I mean... the. Whoever, you know, when you make your board with all the syrup sticking up, it actually does, does yeah. look pretty cool. Yeah. Especially if you have the cream there, too. So. Yeah. Nice, puzzly, chill. It only takes thir- takes 30 minutes. So, super simple. That's cool. I'm a big fan of it. All right, that's Waffle Time from our friends at AEG. Barnes, any thoughts? Um, a lot of it's, uh, a lot of it's fine. It's, I mean, this, like I said, it's, it's quick. There's a lot of puzzly aspects to it, which are nice. Um, the only thing I don't like about it is, once again, I mean, there's a rules question there. Um... The cards are a little fiddly at times, just because, I mean, we had at least half a dozen questions about, you know, cards and which ones we had to do. Um, they do have explanations. In the yeah, back, and, and, so that and that's helped. fine. Yeah. Um, and then, honestly, like, the theme just doesn't grab me. Yeah, it's not a waffle. Like, if it were pancakes. It's, it's not even about waffles or pancakes. It's just, I mean... What if it was a Denver omelet? These kinds of tile placement games usually don't grab me. Like, I don't play a lot of Azul. I don't play a lot of, you know, any of those, like... And Jay and I love those kinds. Yeah, of and well, like, I don't know about Azul, but yeah, I yeah. mean they're they're fine, but they just they're not super high in my book. Like, it's never something I will just you know immediately go find. Like I'll play it if it's there, but it's never. Well, know, name thought Name Father has a good question. Even though you may not have had a winning waffle, Orange, did you feel like you built a powerful waffle? Absolutely. <laughs> And that's Waffle Time from our friends at AEG. I want to thank Barnes and Jay for playing it. Until next time, that's it. Don't tell me.